So, so do you ever wonder like what what the best weapon to use during a zombie apocalypse would be? Because like right now we're kind of like in this Corona type apocalypse, and isn't that kind of how The Walking Dead started, where like everyone got sick, but then like the the ones who aren't zombies still have the virus in them, but they're not zombies. I'm not really up to date on The Walking Dead, um, but best weapon? Yeah. So if this coronavirus starts rising zombies, what are we going to take them out with? What about a flamethrower? Ooh. So you can be like, hey, I want to burn that guy, but he's all the way over there. Yeah, but it's like, what if there's a horde of them attacking you? You know, you use the flamethrower... Then, then you, just... you have a horde of flaming zombies attacking you. Right, right. Then that backfired. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to catch this guy on fire. Oh, he's running at me now, and he's on fire? Right, uh, right. I would. What I... about a shotgun? Do... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Get that, that spray. Mm-hmm. One... See, I was thinking, I like kind of like in uh, like those that one zombie game where like you like, create the weapons you know what i mean so like you like get two machetes and put them on a baseball bat that kind of crazy stuff so like i was oh, thinking yeah, get like or you know what get a mall do you know what a mall is i don't what's a mall uh spelled m-a-u-l uh it's basically the Stormbreaker. so one side's a sledgehammer the other side is an axe That that does sound very useful though. I mean you can you can slash and bash. Heck yeah. I guess. Or you know what I mean? Like we'll take that and then at the other end of it, some kind of like shotgun. So like you can be like slash, bash, and then flip it up. And like use it like a, a cannon. Let's let's keep it real world. Um where we can find things that are easily accessible. Like a baseball bat. I, I think that's a good one. You could hammer some nails through a wooden bat. You know Heck what I yeah. mean? You, yeah. Just like, uh, what's Negan's bat's name? Lucille? Yeah, again, I never got that far on The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you know who Negan is. All right. Uh, yeah. I do know my... who Negan is. I, I would prefer something like that, too, because, like, a gun, you're going to run out of bullets. Right. And then you have to go find more bullets. I do have a fake samurai sword that I could potentially sharpen, and I feel like that would be useful. I agree. That would be useful. Also, I was thinking about, like, oh, what about a chainsaw? Then you run out of gas, and you have to keep finding gas. We need weapons that don't need refilled. That's the key. Right. That's the key to success. You need a melee weapon. Yep. These two fiery hands of fury. I'm going to take them on with my fist. I'm just going to punch them. Like, oh, crap, a zombie. Right in the mush. <laughs> the guy, <laughs> you bit my hand. Well, I didn't last. Right. <laughs>
Welcome to another episode of Geekast X. Geekast X is a podcast released each week dedicated to all things pop culture. We cover the latest geek news, movies, and comics, as well as doing reviews and commentaries where you, the listener, can watch along with us. If you'd like to reach out to us with any ideas or feedback, please send an email to geekastx at gmail.com. That's G-E-E-K-A-S-T-X at gmail.com. Beside me is my partner in podcasting, Jake, and I'm Sean. We give a special thanks to Anchor for giving us the tools to create this podcast. If you'd like to stay up to date and interact with us through our social media outlets, you can search Geekcast X on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We have a backlog of old episodes available on YouTube and iTunes. Our newest episodes are available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. We thank you for tuning in to another episode of Geekcast X. All right, we're going to dive into the news now. Um, big headlines are, like, it's everyone's talking about it, the coronavirus. Um, I got to say, I'm 30 years old, and this is the weirdest thing I've ever lived through, <laughs> where they're, like, shutting down towns to keep everyone safe, if that makes sense. Completely unprecedented. I mean, this is national news, not something we'd normally talk about except all of our news has to do with the coronavirus i mean it's absolutely everywhere the pandemic is growing it's insane wash your hands people my goodness you know what the best weapon during a corona apocalypse is soap and water soap and water seriously and you know keep your distance people practice that social distancing I don't know about you, Sean, but when I'm in a public bathroom and I see someone I know not wash their hands, like, I don't forget that. That is grimy, it is gross, and it's spreading this pandemic. I mean, it's just, ugh. Well, not only that. Wash your hands. Yeah, that's uh, definitely something that'll stick with you. You know what I mean? Like, you don't look at them the same way. I'll be honest with you, Jake. I'll call them out on it. I'm like, dude, wash your hands. Like, I will flat up, like, if I see them take a whiz and go to leave, like, whoa, 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 where are you going? You didn't wash your hands. You know what I mean? And then, Mm -hmm. not only, like, that kind of thing is spreading it, like, literally, but I also think a lot of the pandemonium is from people just listening to hearsay instead of doing research and facts and looking into things. Right. Right. Wash your hands. I mean, come on. It's just like, ugh. it's such a it's such a thing. I don't know if you're a big as big a nerd as me, but the other day at work, um, I recently discovered that there are women out there who don't wash their hands. Like <laughs> I was talking with a group of women there, I and discovered that there are women out there. <laughs> Jake, I've got news for you. They've been there your whole life. <laughs> right? But I was with a group of girls the other day. Well, I mean, just at work. And they started talking about other ladies at work that they've seen not wash their hands. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. Women don't wash their hands, too. Like, Oh, really? It's twice as bad. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's insane. I... I... It's it's yes. almost like, and I can't even explain it. Like being 
living in the 60s and finding out someone has AIDS. You're like, you what? You don't wash your hands? Please stay away from me. No, I don't want to touch anything you've touched. <laughs> right. Can I use right. your phone? Oh, no, never mind. I'm good. I'll just uh, I'll walk. I don't need to ride. <laughs> right. My goodness. Um, so how how the coronavirus is affecting sort of our geek news um comic shops are starting to do delivery and curbside service that's cool um where you're not yeah where you're not going in the store um yeah so wednesdays are the days when new comics come out so i imagine comic book shops are primarily doing this on wednesdays but you know this is a this is a business that you know, it's even though these movies like the Avengers Endgame and, you know, all these big superhero movies that come out, even though they make billions of dollars, not all these comic book shops are. So, you know, if you're if you're missing out on your newest comics because of the coronavirus and not wanting to go out, you know, maybe look into this with your new with your comic shop. They can probably get you what you need. I like how it says delivery. So it's like Uber Eats, but for comics. Right. That's very cool, isn't it? It's very... Yeah, dude. Well, I, I couldn't see Jamie doing that. <laughs> yeah. Sh- shout out to our uh, hometown comic shop, Pack Rat Comics. Hey. Honestly, I, I think I could see him do it. Really? I figure like he might yeah. have someone else do it for him. Well, he does... He does have children, and I know he has a staff, so right. I don't think it'd be too hard. For some reason, coming to my mind is uh, in Spider-Man 2, remember Peter Parker on the moped? But, like, instead of, pe- yeah. instead of pizzas on the back, it's like a milk crate full of comics. <laughs> that is, that sounds awesome. If somebody brought me comic books, I would, like, totally, I would, I would, t- I would give them a huge tip. I'd be like, yes, right? yeah. thank you. <laughs> Comic time. Come back next week. Exactly. Same time. Uh, well, it's funny you mentioned that because not only is it affecting comic books, it's also affecting movies. So, like, a lot of movies that would, you know, normally be released in theaters and stuff, they're getting also, instead of, like, being released on DVD and Blu-ray or whatever, um, they're also getting early digital releases. So, for instance, Frozen 2 was released three months early on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we also got Star Wars uh, The Rise of Skywalker was released uh, a week and a half early, I believe, on digital, including like all the special features and everything, too. And then you got these upcoming movies like Troll, The Invisible Man, that are supposed to be released in theaters coming out on digital streaming services through like NBC and whatnot. And then I guess uh, that Abomination Birds of Prey uh, also got released early, too, but whatever. I'll probably finally watch Birds of Prey now that that's getting released early. <laughs> right. Trust me, you can. Uh, yeah. You might skip that one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a watch. I'm not gonna skip that. I can't I can't skip any any superhero DC or Marvel. All right. All right. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's been a lot of stuff delayed too. A lot of film production that's been put off. Mm-hmm. The Batman. Matrix Four, Black Widow. I guess um, it's it's been delayed almost indefinitely, is from what I heard. Um, F Nine, 
Uh, Fast and the Furious 9. Um, yeah. I think No Time to Die was the first one we heard about. Of those. Yeah, you're right. I think so. And yeah, and A Quiet Place too. Well, I watched um, a show. Also delayed. Like, uh, like The Witcher Season 2 has also been delayed. and It's smart. Tom, you know, they're saying... Tom Holland's um, movie based on the Uncharted series has also been shelved. There's like a couple productions that have just flat out stopped. Right. It sucks, but, you know, it's smart right now. You got to keep up that social distancing, avoid those big groups. It's crazy. The the worst thing about this is is you can have it and not know it because you don't show symptoms for a while. Mm-hmm. So like I heard it was up to ten days. Wow. That's crazy. It's scary times out that, there, I, folks. I mean, Stay home and use your streaming services. Right. Like I'm just thinking about how nuts would it be like to have it and think, you know, oh I'm good. Hopefully I don't get it, but it's already too late. Right. Um some celebrities have also tested positive. Uh, including Tom Hanks and his wife, uh, Christopher Hivju, who is Tormund Giant Bane on uh, the Game of Thrones. And he's also in the production of The Witcher Season 2, so I understand why they're taking a two-week off, because he has it. Then even Idris Elba, I don't know if you saw that thing, the video he released where he was saying he didn't know that he had it. Yeah, I saw that. That really, oh, that sucks. I mean, I think all those guys will recover for sure, but it's just scary that so many people have gotten it, you know? Right. We should preface this by saying, like, it's not deadly if you're, you know, it's it only kills you. Everyone thinks it's, like, a done deal. You're going to die if you have it. But it, it only kills you if you're, like, elderly, uh, really young, if you have a weak immune system, basically. Or an existing yes. upper respiratory chronic issue is how it, it, it gets you. But if you're like young, like right. or something, or have a relatively strong immune system, it's just like having the flu, and you're just like this sucks. And then after a week or two, it's gone. The danger is who you can pass it to. Right. That's a hundred percent. Because you just never know when you're going to run into somebody that has that weak immune system. Right. Better not to spread it. It's not about you. It's about, yeah, exactly. Like drunk driving. Right. Right. Um, Don't drink and drive, folks. Exactly. We're, uh, we're... We've gotten real informative with this episode, Sean, oh. haven't we? Yeah, 100%. We are, uh, we're gads over here. Geeks against drunk driving. So, like, you know, the, the craziest story that I've heard out of this whole coronavirus thing is that, uh, I guess, Jared Leto was on some kind of like meditative retreat uh, for 12 days, right? And he he didn't have a phone, internet, or anything. And so after this whole retreat, he finally gets reconnected with the world, and he had no clue any of this stuff was going on outside. Right, that's crazy. How could, I mean, like, if it was 12 days, <laughs> it did start before he went, but... That's also like it exploded within those 12 days. Right. It's like, it's almost as like, 
you imagine like a movie where like someone like I don't know wakes up from a coma. Shit, it's The Walking Dead, basically. <laughs> Sheriff Grimes wakes <laughs> up out of a coma and like, what the hell happened? That would just be that would be nuts to like just find out. Oh my gosh, the world has and. I wonder, too, if those people that he was... Because he was there with other people, I guess, somewhere in the desert. Mm -hmm. I wonder if, you know... What if one of them had it going in there? Then all of them could be exposed, you know? Again, we'll reiterate. It's not about you having it. It's about who you could spread it to. And we'll we'll say this again. It's important. Wash your hands. If you don't have to go outside, just stay home. Social distancing. You know what I mean? If you feel sick, stay it home. Sucks, but we gotta do yeah. it. On some lighter notes, uh, so it's St. Patrick's Day, and here at Geekcast X, we decided to come up with a top five list of our favorite green comic characters. Um, because obviously we have nothing better to do with all the you know, bars and stuff being closed. We can't go grab a pint with our lads, basically. So you just want to hop into it. Who do you have for number five, Jake? Oh, let's start with our honorable mention. Okay, all right. You go first. Okay, so my honorable mention and our rules with this are kind of loose. It's like if they wear green, that's okay. They don't have to have, like, green skin. Anyways, my honorable mention... I went with the Green Hornet, Ooh. Iron Fist, and Gamora. All good ones. I only had I only had yes. one. Like he was on my list, okay. but I took him off because I I couldn't consciously put him on the list, not knowing really much about him. Uh, and that was Ambush Bug. Oh. I don't even know that I've ever heard of you him. What? He's like DC's version of Deadpool. Yeah. Where he's like self-aware. Okay. Interesting. I'll check that out. That's cool. Well, who you got for number five? Number five, I have... Drum roll. Kick-ass. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, that's a good pick. All right. Why kick-ass? Because I think he's cool. I don't know. I... Because... I, uh, I don't know. I it just kind of felt right, honestly. I was like, I like Kickass as a character. Uh, you know, he's like a teenager who doesn't really have superpowers, but because he gets that nervous system messed up, he can't feel pain and whatnot. So I thought he he was kind of like cool. I like his I like the concept of the character. You know what I mean? So I was like, no, he'd be cool. I agree. That's a good pick. Um, so my number five. I went with uh, the big mean green himself. I went with the Hulk. And the incredible one? I've always... I, yes, the incredible one. Um, I just always been a fan of the Hulk, um, particularly the Marvel movies. Um, I have dabbled a little bit in some Hulk comics. But yeah, I mean, Bruce Banner, man, when he gets mad, you know it's going down. Right. Gotta love I, the Hulk. I agree. I do like the Hulk. Um, and it's weird, though, how that kind of like blew up into its own thing, too, because we also have a Red Hulk that we, you know, if we did a 
Valentine's Day of red characters. <laughs> uh, we also have, you know, Amadeus <laughs> Cho, who is the uh, totally awesome Hulk, which is the weirdest title I've ever heard. Uh, and then there's also, have you been checking out the Immortal Hulk? I have not, no. It's pretty weird. Um, basically, to summarize it in a nutshell, it's Bruce Banner. Do you remember when Hawkeye killed him with that arrow? <laughs> so yes. he's basically come back to life. But, like, he only, it's like they brought back the old timey, like, he only turns into the Hulk at nighttime. And then, like, he's, like, totally invulnerable and stuff. And, like, at one point, he gets, like, cut up and put in jars, but then, like, pulls his limbs back together. It's crazy. Anyway, on to number four. Interesting. Number four. All right, who you got? Beast Boy. Ooh, I like it. Also known as Changeling. Also known as Garfield. I don't know his last name. <laughs> A.K.A. Gar. Yeah. Uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, dude. I loved him on, uh, well, obviously, you know, the first run of the Teen Titans cartoon. He was great. You know, he was always eating tofu. And then I liked him on Young Justice, and then I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty big fan of him on Titans. I like him on Titans too. Like I wasn't a fan yeah, that he was green the whole time, and I'm also not a fan that he only turns into a tiger, and that one time he turned into a snake. But like, come on, you're Beast Boy. Turn into other animals. Stay green. Right, right. So for my number four. I went with my favorite Ninja Turtle. I picked Raphael. Oh, dude, I wasn't even um, thinking about that. Yeah, I, it took me. I it when I was making my list, I was like, "There's somebody I'm forgetting," and yeah, it just hit me. I I forgot about Raph. I've just always liked. I've always liked the size. I've always thought those were cool weapons. I've just always liked his attitude. You know, he's just kind of always been a little bit of the tough guy turtle in a way. Um, but yeah, he's, he's my favorite Ninja Turtle. I had to include him on the oh, list. Oh, for sure, dude. I agree. I, I would say Leo then would want to be one of my honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, rock on. Number three. How about your number three? Martian Manhunter. No way. That's your number yeah, three? Yeah, that's my number three. Jean Jones. That's my number. Hell three. yeah! Holy crap! <laughs> um, guys, for for all you listening, when we're um when we're doing this, we're not we we picked this list, but we didn't tell each other what who was on our yeah, list. Yeah, so so have good reactions. Excited. Yeah. Yes. That's funny. I picked him because I loved him in Justice League. I love him in like whenever he's doing anything. I like his powers that so he can like phase through objects and you know turn invisible and whatnot. He's kind of like Superman, who can like shape. Yeah, the last of his own kind, allegedly. He's real strong, fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't he have laser vision yeah. too? Yeah, he has all the powers of Superman. Yeah, plus more. Yeah, I always liked. I I always kind of liked that he was his weakness is fine. I was gonna say, like, I don't know. So in one of our one of my favorite comics by the late and great Darwin Cook. Um, there's this part where Batman has discovered that the Martian Manhunter has infiltrated Earth and is pretending to be a human. He says to him, 
he has an $80,000 sliver of a rock for the Kryptonian Metropolis, but all he needs for the Manhunter is a penny for a book of matches. And I just always thought that was a great Batman Batman. line, but also just a cool moment for the Manhunter. Make him sweat. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, New Frontier would be a great movie to do a commentary on. I would agree. Absolutely. We'll have to do that at some point. Um, Who you got for number Number two? two. I had Hulk. Oh, okay. Why Hulk? Why is he so far up on the list at number two? Uh, Because I like how how he... Well, I was thinking of like the the smart Hulk. Because he's like smart and he has the you know super strength and everything, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I like that he's a scientist. I've always liked that he's the strongest there. Oh yeah, is. and the matter he now, gets, the stronger he gets. Oh yeah, doesn't he heal faster? The matter uh, he gets. I don't know. I know that he does have a super fast healing. And impenetrable skin, which is weird, but he would have both of those. Well, I don't know. Does he have both of those? Is that how it goes? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Somebody can correct us right. later on in the comments, I guess. Right, right. Um, so my number two, I went with the Green Arrow. Um, always just been a big fan of Oliver Queen. Um, the loudmouth liberal, you know, from Star City, love it. Um, back, I, I'm still a big fan of Stephen Amell's portrayal of Arrow, although admittedly I've not kept up with all the episodes. I've always appreciated his portrayal. Um, but really, you know, the big blonde goatee, Oliver Queen, you know, muscles, the the brawler, Oliver Queen. And the excellent Archer. I mean, he's he's just always been a big... I've always been a big fan of his. Um, the Neil Adams and Denny O'Neill run with Green Arrow and Green Lantern definitely put him high on the list for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've just always been a big fan of Oliver Queen. No powers, just a bow and arrow. Uh, I also like how he was portrayed on Smallville as well. Oh, I did enjoy that. Yeah. He's a good character on there. And the, the costume was super fresh I, back in the day. It was. It was. I, I definitely prefer my Green Arrow to have a hood to the mm-hmm. hat. But I, I don't hate the hat. I agree. I agree. Although the one thing that I didn't like yeah. about the Smallville one is that he didn't have a goatee. Mm. Or a mask. Facial hair is important with Green Arrow. Yeah, the sunglasses are (laughs) weak. Okay, number one. Again, I'm I'm pretty sure we have the same number one in some aspect. My number one. Okay. It's Green Lantern. But I chose Kyle Rayner specifically because he's a comic book writer. Oh, Oh, His snap. ring has no weaknesses. 
snap. I picked Kyle Rayner. <laughs> That's Green awesome. Lantern as well. <laughs> I was like, I bet he picked Green Lantern. Yeah, I'm I mean, pretty sure he picked GL, but I don't know which one. <laughs> yeah, there are several. Alan Scott, John Stewart, Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, Kilowog. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, I mean, you could you can count Sinestro on that list oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also picked Kyle Rayner. Um, not well, yes, particularly because he is an artist. I always liked how his constructs are something out of his imagination, mm-hmm. whereas. And it's not necessarily that any of the other ones are. It's just Kyle Rayner has a big imagination. You know, they might be fighting a villain and he, you know, creates a dragon to fight them. Whereas someone like who is an architect, he would like maybe build a building or like a contraption. I thought John Stewart was ex-military. Uh, he's okay. both. Because, like, you see him military and, and an architect. Right. His thing is, he does create, like, the guns and stuff, but when he does, all the pieces are there. Because that's how his, his gotcha, mind works. Gotcha, gotcha. So maybe John Stewart's my number see, two. I, I, no, <laughs> I, I would say Hal, Hal would be my number two because he's the, you know, the OG. But I like pilots because he can fly, you know. But the, right. I do like the pilot aspect the other, of him. He's just always been so bloody headstrong. Right. I was going to say the other reason I chose Kyle is, again, his constructs are kind of sometimes comical. You know what I mean? So, like, let's say he's fighting, you know, whatever. He'll make a baseball bat and, like, you know, or, like, a like a like like if there's a fire or something, he'll, like, make a cartoon, you know, water seltzer thing and, be like, psh, and, like, spray it out. Right, right. Or it's like, that. you know... Uh, one of the things about sorry, whereas like uh, if Hal Jordan is fighting someone, he might make like a giant fist to punch them. Because more like practical. the other thing I like about Kyle Rayner that right right his Hal Jordan is sort of like mm-hmm. to the point. Um, but I was gonna say what separates Kyle Rayner for me from the other lanterns besides what we've already mentioned is that when Hal Jordan turned against the Green Lantern Corps and basically slaughtered the entire Green Lantern Corps, um, they forged, the Guardians forged one last ring and they gave it to Kyle Rayner. So I always thought it was cool that like for a while there, he was the only Lantern. Right. He was the last Lantern. And he was also the one who brought the Corps right. back. So I just, he's always stuck out to me. I mean, we, we might be biased, especially because we're nice <laughs> right. kids. And that's when Kyle Rayner was really the only lantern and that for a while. Costume. Um, <laughs> yep. And that costume still my favorite. The gauntlets. Like, mm-hmm. Always a fan of the mask too. Yeah. It was weird that they integrated the shape of a lantern into the mask. And have no doubt. Right. Right. Creative, though. Yeah. So, guys, we're going to be 
we're going to be doing this more often on our podcasts. Um, we're going to call it the top five. Um, if you have any ideas, please feel, re- feel free to reach out to us about it. Now it's time for another panel review with our comic crusader, Jake. What do you got for us this week, buddy? All right. So this week I have um, one of my favorite Justice League of America comics, um, a lighter read. It's called JLA Earth 2, um, story by Grant Morrison and art by Frank Quietly. One of my favorite pairs, although I will say with this one, it's not, not their best stuff, but still good. Um, in this one, the Justice League, they meet their Earth One counterparts, Ooh. if you've read the story, you know what I'm talking about, who is the crime syndicate. And basically, these are this is the mirror world version of the Justice League, whereas Superman is all everything good. Ultraman, his counterpart, is like everything evil. Um, it's, it's a really, it's a fun, it's a fun comic and basically, you know, not to spoil it, but they can't, well, to spoil it, excuse me, they can't beat each other, um, because they're equals on each of their planet. Um, it's got some really cool little twists. The crime syndicate, yeah, the crime syndicate is a, it's an evil version of Superman, which is Ultraman. Batman, which is Owlman. Um, Wonder Woman is Superwoman, who is also an evil Lois Lane, which not really explained, but in this comic, you don't really care. All that suspension um, of disbelief. <laughs> yes, that they do. Um, you have Power Ring for Green Lantern. <laughs> and um, the Flashes. <laughs> I know, right? They didn't, they didn't uh, try too hard on that name. And it's Johnny Quick for... Um, Isn't he, like, British? And... Like... Yes, I think he is. Um, there's some weird... The Crime Syndicate is definitely an ultra-weird... Um, ultra-weird and ultra-evil version of the Justice League. Ultraman, instead of being a, uh alien from krypton he was an astronaut who went out into space and was taken upon by some aliens who gave him a new body and they gave him kryptonite which would actually sustain him and give him the powers of superman um yeah yeah so it's it's a different take on that um owlman the evil version of batman is actually thomas wayne uh, Bruce Wayne's brother, and instead of Bruce's parents being killed, Martha and Bruce are killed, leaving only Thomas Sr. and Thomas Jr. Um, in this comic, Thomas Wayne becomes the commissioner of the Gotham Police Force. And uh, what's, what's also just kind of weird about this is just kind of the tweaks that they make but Gordon, like Commissioner Gordon, is the head gangster in this Earth 2, or excuse me, Earth 1, I caught myself there, Earth 1 Gotham City. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, they do some fun things. Jimmy Olsen is in it, but he's known as Superman, excuse me, Superwoman's snitch, Jimmy oh. Olsen, instead of Superman's best pal. Yeah. It's a fun read. Definitely. Remember, you remember on uh, like Justice League Unlimited, they had the Justice Lords? I do remember that. It is very similar to that. I would have to guess that that those pair of episodes is influenced from this comic. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. I'll have to check that one out. I do like how the Justice Lords mm. are like filled or like fueled by the loss of their Flash and how that like basically right. causes them to be like instead of like not intervening with crime, you know what I mean? Just like no, we will be the hammer that destroys it before it starts. Yep. Now, the, I mean, this crime syndicate, you know, while similar to the Justice Lords, you know, they are they are pure pure evil. Um, I mean, super, I keep saying Superman, but their Superman, Ultraman, in the beginning of the comic is dropping. He's dropping billions of fake dollars on on the earth and as a like prank to get them to screw up the Holy economy. Cow. Um so yeah. Yeah, kind of messed um, up. You know it would be fun to do a review on also Justice League Crisis on Two Earths, which I think that's what that comic's based on. Oh, absolutely. Yep, that's a good one. It's a little bit more expanded. Um this one this one gives you a crime syndicate with five members, though. That one gives you sort of that the movie expands much more on the comic, but it's all the a lot of the same plot lines are there. Most definitely. Uh, so what did you like most about it? What I like most about it is really is that they can't defeat each other. Ultimately, at the end of the comic, they can't they can only exist on each other's earth for a limited amount of time and they're equals in every way. It's just, what's interesting about it is to me, it's cool that the justice league travels to the crime syndicates planet to clean up the planet. But on that earth, evil wins. So ultimately they lose, but then the crime syndicate travels to the justice league earth and tries to take over. But good prevails on the justice league's earth so they ultimately cancel each other oh, out is... um I, I yeah i thought it was fun i'm always a big fan of frank quietly's artwork though for sure that's that was definitely a plus for, See, for me i feel like my favorite aspect of it if when i read it if i read it would be I, i'm always a big fan of like you have your heroes and then you have like the twisted funhouse mirror version of them. Like that's why I think Bizarro is one of my favorite Superman villains. Let me ask you this. Um, what rating what rating would you give this comic? Okay. So we rate our comics out of five. I would give this a 3.5. It's good, but it's the story is a little loose on this one. You have you do have to have some suspended belief, and while I definitely enjoy Frank Quietly's art, also not the best from him. 
Um, it's a fun, it's a light read. It's not that deep though. It's a shorter, it's a bit of a shorter comic. Um, it's, I think it was made as a graphic novel or an extra long comic, but yeah, three, five is what I'm going with this one. All right. Catch you next time. Geeks. We give a special thanks to anchor for giving us the tools to create this podcast. If you'd like to stay up to date and interact with us through our social media outlets, you can search Geekcast X on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We have a backlog of old episodes available on YouTube and iTunes. Our newest episodes are available on Spotify and Google Podcast. We thank you for tuning in to another episode of Geekcast X.